This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Brass with Longleaf Fertilia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the Herpeticulture Network. Enjoy. We were we were oh, way man. off way off last week. We said it was like 178. It's it was 174. Don't know how we both got mixed up on that, but well, I was looking at the number that you had at the top of the screen. I think I posted the yeah. wrong one. That's all. Nice. I don't know. I don't know what I did, but this is THP episode 175. Last week was hey. episode 174. I swear we know how to count, or at least I do. Spelling is another another thing. <laughs> Typing it on there is another. Yeah. No. Another uh, story. So we're back. Uh, this episode is brought to you by blackpopscages.com. Check them out, Facebook, Instagram. So I posted a reel earlier. All four rhinos were out hanging out in each one of their bio Gs. So I call it the rhino condo. And uh, yeah, they were just all chilling. So it was like just going around the Hollywood squares kind of thing. Yes, uh... um, it's good. They look so good, man. Once those pothos get growing in there, they, they look really solid. Nice. So... It's uh looking good. The Barons is going to be going to our buddy Skyler. And the male rhino who is not in a bio G will then be in a bio G. Um where are you gonna put that lone that lone bio in your stacked up room? It's on top of the Jansenite cage. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So he's gonna go in there once that's available. Um He's shipping with he's shipping with my box right. Whenever I yes. send send that carpet to Skyler, okay. Yep. I should have. I have a nine by nine by nine, and I think with the tub that the oh, carpet's going in, it should be more than enough space. Yeah, should be big enough for both. Of them. I've been a shipping fool lately, man. I've yeah, you have like crazy. I need to get more heat packs. I used my Damn last it. one yesterday. So. Damn, I didn't even think about using a heat pack now that it's cold. I think it's supposed to warm up next it's week. It's supposed though. to warm back up, so I don't know when you're planning yeah. on sending it, but we may be know. okay if it's... I mean, it's still going to go out to Memphis, and then it's going to go down you know, there, but I don't know. But I think it'd be all right without a heat pack. We'll see. If it gets a little Play warmer next ear. week. Yeah, might ship and try and ship next week. Better be in a freeze. Yeah. Yeah, I'd much rather I'd much rather ship when it's a little cold out than when it's super hot. So. Well, I all the boxes I had were supposed to be like seven by seven by sixes, and that's what this box says. But they seem smaller than that, so I don't like. I was supposed to send Bill a shirt with his thorn scrubs that he got for me, and because I thought I had like seven by seven by seven boxes, I thought I could fit it all, and I couldn't. So it's like, where do these small ass boxes come from? But you can, I guess you can, it worked out. You can fit a shirt in the, the bottom of a bottom of that box. No, because I put in a beanie there with it. Uh, all, the hosts, all the other hosts are getting getting some beanies, so nice. I just put the snake the snakes in the beanie and use that as like the packing material. <laughs> for the box. Like, this is perfect. It'll keep them warm. <laughs> it's nice That's and padded. That's what they're yeah, for. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Um, so black box cages, check them out. And then Steve snakes rain is venom hot sauce. If you like it hot, some of us do, some of us don't regardless, you need to buy some hot sauce. You need to try it. Cause even for the people that aren't into like super spicy stuff, there's options. If there's people that want 
to like burn the skin off their esophagus as it goes down. There's options there. Cottonmouth sauce right in the middle. It's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Uh, com. Check it out. And you get a it cool does. little souvenir with the yeah. uh, with the hot sauces, man. Like a nice little label on it. Nice little cool. bottles are cool. Yeah. I just found my bottles the other day. I need to put them up somewhere in my snake room. Got them around here somewhere. So as actually as it, when it comes to like souvenirs, I got a I'm going to get a box together. I have a bunch of like herp shirts that don't really fit anymore because I'm fat. And uh the Albuquerque Rattlesnake Museum wants them, so I'm going to send them all. Oh wow. To put up because they like take anything that has like rep, that's like herp related stuff. Hmm. They put it in their displays and stuff in there. So Nice. Which we did an episode on snakes and stogies with them a couple months ago, but they did like a virtual tour like while we were doing it, and it's pretty cool. Like if it's got a snake or something on it, like they've got it in there on display. It's pretty neat. Well, we should send them some uh, THP here. I was going to. Um, I think yes. I was going to send my. I have some PCE shirts that don't fit. Um, probably the carpet fest shirts that I don't really wear anymore. I figured those would be a cool thing to put in a museum instead of just sitting in my closet. Yeah, I have a Carver Fest shirt that makes me look pretty chubby, so I might, I might send that with you. Yeah. I'm going to need that, my first one. Getting some some stuff together at some point. I'll send it, but... Cool. Uh, what's new Ooh, over cool. on your side of town? Uh, nothing really, man. I'm just maintaining the... New pits from Pain Shop. Those are the most recent buys. The Northern Pines and the Black Pines, they're all doing stupendously. Um, the male Black Pine is never happy to see me, but the female is actually pretty chill, surprisingly. The Northerns are freaking adorable. Um, yeah, everything's rocking and rolling. We're prepping for winter here soon kind of feeding up everybody everybody's getting big extra meals um carpets are getting ready to be cut off come november ish and we're gonna put colubrids down at the end of december so we're fattening everybody up to get cold and uh yeah pretty pretty stoked i'm sitting next to one of my albino floridas that just took a massive dump right next to me so um dealing with that but uh oh yeah no um that's probably my most exciting pairing i'm not gonna i'm more excited um i'm more excited for those than probably anything i really hope they go they're on the they're on the young side but they're nice and big so we'll see if uh see if we can't get something out i I don't know if i said it previously but i recently probed mine thinking it was a female and the probe just kept going and going and going, going and going. going. And I was like, yeah, all right. Not a girl. That's so, all right. S- send it to old. fun, but now I got to change the name because it was Little Debbie. I don't know what to call him now. Little Donnie. Little Donnie. <laughs> Donnie. Yeah, send that send that boy over to me in a couple a couple years. Donnie and Jared. Jared the yeah. Jedi. <laughs> there you go. Donnie and Jared. Name it Jacob. It's Jared and Jacob. <laughs> yeah come on man you know Jacob, you love me Jacob's kind of a whack name though wow that's not offensive <laughs> he's right here <laughs> I'm, I'm right, here. right here I'm standing right here luckily everybody calls me Jake so fuck you 
which um, is still which still takes getting used to for me, man. I grew up as Jacob, and everybody calls me Jake, and I'm like, ah. it's cool. I'm with it. What yeah. About you? What about you? What's new on your end? Um, yeah, kind of, sort of, starting to mentally prepare for getting everything together to cool stuff. I don't know if I have enough tubs since I got rid of so many of them earlier this year. I think I saved most of them because we did that garage clean out and stuff mm-hmm. and a lot of tubs went. I really hope I didn't throw away ones that I needed. I don't think I did, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so nice. getting ready for that. I think we're going to have a a winter that's on time this year. So I think I will be able to cool in my normal period that you insist I should wait and, and do later. Hey man, do do you dog? Do you? I was talking, I was actually talking to Montrose today and he says, you know, like he, some of his stuff he cools for about four weeks. So I think we'll definitely get, you know, at least four weeks. I'm going to shoot for about eight weeks on some of my stuff. Um, but yeah, I think we'll be good for January through February. But Again, yeah. that's just me. Do what you want. As far as that goes, if we can make it the black box before cooling season, I'm just going to get a caster for my B70 stack, and I'm going to roll that whole mud sucker out to the garage. <laughs> you can make like a, you can either make or buy like a cheap dolly, though, just as easily yeah. put on that and roll it out. Yeah, I could get one of those. You know, those things that people use for cars to like go oh, yeah, cars yeah. on their backs. Um, I've seen, I've thought about using those, but I, I want to get a caster set from Black Box and look a little bit more sleek. But yeah, push comes to shove, that'll be the way. Well, you, yeah, that. you also don't have any like doorstep ledge things, right? Like yours is all like you don't have a drop going into your garage through that doorway. Uh, um, yeah, there's a little bit of like a there's just like a, a common door. I don't you know, know what the term is for that. It. Yeah, I don't either. So yeah, door no, doorstep. Doorstep. <laughs> yeah, I do have one of those that'll so kind of have to roll over that, but that's yeah, I ain't worried about that. Um, and I then everything I actually, else. I thought about that too because mine is on casters. I could totally do that. Yes, yeah, roll. Why didn't I think about there, that? Oh, then I'm good on tubs. Shit. Yeah, you're welcome. That's why I'm here. See, yeah. I mean, sometimes Jake just comes along with these just super simple <laughs> ideas. And it's like, I'm an idiot for not thinking about that. There you go, man. Like, yeah. So you're I'm... going around my elbow to get to my knee, and he's like, dude, just touch your knee. Oh, shit. It's right there. Yeah. Everything I'm cooling is in the V70 stack right next mm-hmm. to me, and everything in here is going to get cool. Not even all of it's breeding, but I'm going to cool them butt suckers just because. Then the other ones getting cooled are in standalone tubs as it is. So I don't think I'm going to need any mm-hmm. external stuff. I'm more worried, to be honest. I'm I have smaller cold. stuff that's going to get. So I kept all the lids from that uh, that AP rack I have that I hate so much. I have all the lids for those tubs. So what I did last year was I just took those out, lidded them, and then they all went in a stack. Yeah. And so I'll wheel out that V70 and then all the smaller stuff, like the two-year-old animals-ish, those are going to go into cooling. Those will all get pulled and, and separated and pretty much just be yearlings and babies that I'm going to be keeping keeping up. Yeah, everything in my XR20 and XR16 stack is going um, to stay in this year. But all my bigger stuff is in standalone tubs as it is um, on a baker's rack. So I'm just going to pull them off and put them in there. 
Um, my biggest worry, honestly, in my garage is like, I know it's going to be cold, so I don't think it's going to be that much of a problem, but I'm slightly worried about roaches. Uh, I worry about bugs in my garage. I so, never had an issue with them. Yeah. When I had everything in here. Nope. Okay. Uh, I think I solved most of my roach problem when I stopped putting my trash out there. I used to have my trash can where I put all my bags of trash in, in the garage and that was attracting yeah, a lot of roaches. Um, so that is now on the front porch and I don't nearly have the roach problem that I had before in there. So I think, uh, I think we'll be all right, especially with the cold. I don't, I don't really see, see mm-hmm. me having an issue. I'm almost worried about it getting too cold out there now. I might have to bring the old space heater out there and hook it up to a thermostat if it gets too cold. But I don't think it'll get that cold. I think it'll be exactly where we want it to be. Yeah, I'm I'm just wondering where my garage is going to be because like with this weather today, you know, because it was 40 something degrees this morning and I, I got my rodents today. I got my order of rodents today. I went in there like this was like at four o'clock or something. I went in there to unload the box and I was like, "Ooh, it's actually kind of cold in here. And it got up to like 60 degrees today. So I was like, I don't know, it might get might get pretty, pretty chilly out here. But we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully it stays relatively OK. So I lost a Baird's. Lost to Baird's. I had like, one of the low mountain babies died. No, man. Uh, went, too, went too big on a meal, and I think uh, either... Yeah, it ate it, and then it regurged it. And it was, it was probably a bigger meal than what I should have given it, and I mentioned it on Snakes and Stogies on Monday, that Baird's, for whatever reason, when they're babies, just don't seem to handle larger like a larger meal that you would normally give like any other pantherophis they don't seem to handle that as well especially if they're sort of more high strung and stressed because this one regurged it and just just was dead like it's not it's not crypto or anything like that yeah. i'm not worried about that because i've seen that i've had this happen with with bears in the past too where it's like i gave yeah. them too big of a meal and they just i don't know what it is i don't know if it's the stress the the trauma from the physical like regurging itself or what but they just don't they don't do well so that one didn't make it everyone else is doing really well was it a was it just a fat pink or did you try to give it a fuzzy uh large pinky small fuzzy somewhere in there it was pushing it like it was i I was like you know what we're we're gonna we're gonna push a little bit not too much so had that happen but i picked up a really nice female annery motley corn off craigslist craigslist pickup coming craigslist, through sometimes craigslist comes through 100 bucks really nice nice fairly certain as a female i gotta probe it still she's in quarantine um was it sold on sex yeah yeah i'm fairly That's certain good. it's a girl but um i'll be cooling her down and stuff with everything else as well um separately but cooled and if everything checks out, then she'll get warmed up and sort of maybe put in the rotation. I don't know yet. Still haven't really planned any of the breeding stuff. I've been kind of trying to save that for that corn stars episode me and Chris want to do. Um, I haven't even really written down all my, my pairing hmm. options yet to sort of have a grasp of what's going on. But yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, it's pretty much business as usual. Yeah, man. Nice. 
this episode, we are, however, joined by Mr. Harry Claiborne. Yeah, yeah. Is How it- we guys doing tonight? Huh? Good, man. How we guys? How y'all doing tonight? Oh, I'm good, man. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. So is it Claiborne or Claiborne? Claiborne. Claiborne. Like Liz Claiborne. Uh, exactly. Nice. I make nice. perfect garage. <laughs> knock, off, knock off Liz Claiborne's. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was actually awesome meeting you at Daytona, man. It was funny. I'd never like I'd only seen like kind of a picture of you, like kind of on Instagram and like a weird angle type of deal. I looked over and saw you, and I was like, I think that's Harry. It's like, I'm just going to yell his name and see if he turns around. I was like, Harry! He turned around. I was like, yeah! <laughs> we, we talked about it. We all need name tags with our Instagram handles on them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Shirts, yeah. Yeah. In nobody... big, old white letters. There's like the, like the uh, decals on the back of always ridiculous-looking vehicles when people have their Instagram <laughs> Yeah, t-shirt. all the all the big diesel trucks and Water. little 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 rice burners. They all Those always make me laugh because it's like now I have a way where I can message you and say, "Hey, you yeah. drive like an idiot." Yeah, now now I control you at a red light. That's right. Yeah, some guys I've noticed around here they put their Snapchats on there, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a bad idea, bro. That's a bad idea." Okay, <laughs> I don't but I don't even yeah. use Snapchat. I don't either. I don't use Snapchat like at all. Nope. I'm not 16 anymore. Whoa. But no, Snapchat's cool if you're into that type of thing. <laughs> How was your Daytona, Harry? I had a really good time. It was good to go. Um, finally, uh, actually, last year I only did a day trip. Um, I've been going for a number of years now, probably over a decade more, probably. But Oh, wow. It was nice. Yeah, I, you know, I'm four hours away, so it's pretty easy to shoot down. But uh, no, it was good. Uh, we actually uh, took my girlfriend for the second year. I've taken her, but we actually got a hotel room and stayed and all that stuff and did the whole weekend thing. You can't really have as much fun as you want to in a day. No. Yeah, Jake, Jake will tell you. <laughs> no, been there, done that. Not, not my cup of tea. Not yeah. my cup of tea. I think I left that the one year I did that. The next year, I just skipped because, uh, you know, I couldn't go because of personal issues. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the next year, I just skipped. But the year before that, I think I left my house at, like, 7 a.m. And I got back at, like, 11.30 at night. And I was like, no, this is not. Mm-mm. And it's actually the same drive distance for us as it is for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four, four and a half hours. But, you yeah. know. I think we might even beat you a little bit because we're like we can make it in just under four if we if we go at the right time and kind of haul a little ass. But yeah, trying to make opening when I when we did it last year, I got there like noon and just did a quick lap. But, yeah, 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 no, it's um that that there and back trip is not not mm. for the faint of heart. I don't... See, it's one of those things where it's like if I'm gonna take the time to drive there and it takes me four hours, I feel compelled to spend at least like half of that at the actual thing I'm going to. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, what was the point? Like, I gotta. Right. I don't, even if I walk around the show twenty times and just see all the same stuff, it's like I, I don't. It's well, I mean, the way there. 
same stuff. You know, there's always going to be something you missed, and you know, it's always good to have time to do that. Because yeah, uh, yeah, no, I will never make another one of those day trips, man. From here on out, it's the weekend. Like, especially because well, from here on out, I would like us to be able to vend, you know, as the as the network. So uh, I think we're we're hoping to have that in the works for next next year, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but especially with that in the works, you know, like, yeah, we need to be able to stay the weekend for sure. You don't get a chance to meet all the people you want to meet and then you end up having regrets a week later from it. You know? Yeah. No. Burn a then, you, then you see videos and pictures of everybody having fun. And the, one year, the, the one year I didn't go, Smitty got trashed and I didn't get to see it. So I was like, never again, <laughs> never again. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's it was so nice being able to go to work and say, hey, I need this Friday or Thursday <laughs> Friday off and then being like, OK, yeah, like just it it hasn't been that simple for me to get time off in like a decade. Yeah. How's it feel, so like, buddy? Well, that's my actually, life. Not, that's not true. But at least within the last like four years when I work with the shop, getting time off like that was I had to be very, very picky about that because I had to pretty much make off, make up extra time off that I took. Yeah. And it's like whenever you did take time off, you had to work like eight days in a row. So, so like, it made choosing yeah. no time off very difficult because it's like I'm going to pay for it. I have to make it something that's worth paying for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, no, that, not the that, case anymore. That paid vacation is where it's at, boy. Not even that. It's like I can just like I don't even care if I get paid or not. It's like I can just no. go. Like I don't have to gaggle. Exactly. Like I don't have to worry about working two weeks straight before the event that are you know before Daytona or something, or working two weeks straight when I come back. You know, it just yeah, dude. I remembered like brutal. one year you went while you're still at the shop. You worked like. Before you work like 10 days in a row. And I was like, dude, <laughs> 10, 11 hour days straight. That sucks. Like that freaking blows. Man. So me, as long as I got time in the books, even with a, even with an I'll easy be... job like that, where you're just kind of hanging out, it, it gets, still wears on you. Still, yeah. You still get a little crazy, especially when you were there from, you know, just a morning to dark, you know, every day. Like, nah. Yeah, once hey, you start. Well, I'm working Saturday, so. <laughs> well, yeah. Still have a tab I have to pay off. <laughs> yeah, that paycheck's not even going to hit. It's just going to pay your tab. I usually just have them do like 50 towards 50, half of it towards tab, half of it in my pocket. So. Nice. Works. It out. works. He's happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Easy money. Well, Harry, let's talk about you a little bit, brother. What uh what what do you keep? What do you do? I know you're a bit of a a bit of a field herper. We'll get into that a little later, but uh you know, tell us, give us give us the rundown. You can say as much or as little as you want about your uh upcoming into reptiles and tell us what you're keeping now and kind of what your focus is on. Oh boy. Uh I thought about how to picture. Huh? <laughs> Paint us a picture. Oh goodness. Well, I uh I don't know. I've probably been keeping stuff barring the first few years of my life, my whole life. You know, I've always kind of had something, you know. 
Nice. I started off when I was a kid with like, you know, the usual like leopard geckos and ball pythons and stuff. And it's just kind of been a little bit of everything pretty much the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I've probably been herping about that long too, you know, not even really realizing it though. I was lucky enough to grow up in the straight in the middle of the woods, like out in the middle of nowhere, a little bit north yeah. of town. And, uh, you know, it was nice, you know, growing up out there running around, flipping logs over all the, you know, the, the usual story about that. Mm -hmm. But no, for me, they always kind of went hand in hand, I guess, a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. always had rep inside reptiles and outside reptiles, you know, I could go do this or do that. But, uh, I don't know, like over the years, I kind of got my mom into it. And, uh, as I was like in high school and stuff, she was breeding the shit out of some corn snakes and some colubrids and stuff. She did black pines for a while, uh, just all kinds of stuff. And I, you know, then I was like, Oh, pythons are cool. Pythons are, you know, all that. And she was, you know, just up to her neck and cow kings and corn snakes and stuff like that at the time. It was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome, man. Yeah. Like she yeah. still does balls. Like uh, she's between her and my girlfriend. They're the, probably the reason that I have ball pythons, but, uh, it's pretty cool. She works with a lot of like the OG stuff, just like pods and uh, albinos and stuff. Just and didn't and you tell me she produces Scarlet Kings too? She she has a couple uh, from her woods that she's done a few clutches of, and she just turns blues because they're just such a pain in the ass. And yeah. That's still but, so cool, man. That, that is she awesome. produces Scarlet Kings. Like that's freaking awesome. I'm convinced I, they're not real. Like they don't. <laughs> We'll get we'll 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 get into to that in particular too. That's on the list now. I mean, I'm writing that down because I'm gonna forget. It's about the only thing I can find here lately. But now, uh, nowadays, it's pretty much king snakes, man. Not not exclusively, but uh, the the large majority of my collection is just kings. It's really kind of what I've been getting into lately. Uh, nice. I don't know. Uh, you picked up some alternate Daytona, right? I did, and they're eating, and I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh, man. Nice. I worried about that. Dude, it's I such a sigh of relief when they finally do. It's like, okay, I'm in the clear. Oh, like, God. It, only took about right. month, it only took about six weeks, and I just finally hit the button. Just boiled pinks. Boom, both of them. And uh, I was ecstatic, and they've been eating weekly since, so. Nice. Did you pick them up like uneating or did you, were they started? Still shiny. Like, like they hatched and got brought to Daytona and he nice. told me, like, man, I, I think I can do it. He's a really cool guy from, uh, out in uh, West Texas called, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Max Johnson, uh, out there, uh, snakes to the max. Cool dude out there. Uh, got a bunch of neat stuff, but, uh, yeah, actually, it's a funny story. I got to the show or me and my girlfriend got to the show and we we're walking around and he was on the first aisle and I made it about three aisles down. And she was like, what? You're just going to walk by those pretty ass alternative we just saw. And that's what you're here for. And I was like, all right. All right. So I didn't even get to make <laughs> through the first room and I was walking a pair of alternative. So. Dude, that's what that's what me and Paint Shop did, and we literally walked into the first like because they opened up that second room first for like an hour. We walked in there. We both bought female Jani, like yeah, right yeah. off the rip. <laughs> like, no, I'm not well, you guys got those from that table, and then Kasiki got those two like Red Factor 
corns yeah. that were just smoking hot. Like, yeah. I was like, I, I didn't, I was one of them really bad, but I didn't want to also like spend all my cash, like right then and there without knowing what's in the other room. And so I did yeah. get him. And then of course Mike comes up like, he, I walked past him leaving that room. I was like, dude, there's some really nice red backer stuff over there on that table. And I'll be damned if you didn't buy like the nicest one from that table and then like rub it in. It's like, you son of a bitch. Well, dude, yeah. it's, it's a roll of the dice every time because you know damn well half that stuff's going to be gone by the time mm-hmm. you make it. Two hours to walk through there if you're hauling ass. And then you're going to go back and it's going to be just long gone if it's yeah. anything. And I just, no, I'm definitely I, glad that I, I did it safe. Hmm? I played it safe. I just I said the other room's gonna open up. If they're still there in two hours, and I'll know that's that's a sign. So. Well, I was so, gonna find I had to have no matter what. I mean, oh yeah, uh, yeah, no, for sure. So, did you get those alterna from like the early opening of that second room, or was it kind of afterwards? It was right about twenty minutes after I walked in the door after I opened. There you it. go. <laughs> Over with. Um, yeah, I mean, I made it about two aisles further down and just pulled a Yui and went back. And went <laughs> Skirt. Well, so I went in there like on a mission. Like I knew exactly what I wanted to go home with and I knew who was likely to have it. And so when that main room opened up, like I made, I just went straight for Mike Falcon's table and got that female honey that I'd been, yeah. like, I, got, I got a female honey from last year and I was like, I surely he's going to have more. And I'll, he got that one. And then he had that weird ultra male vanishing stripe Tessera thing. That I bought too, just because it's too cool looking to not get it. So and then after that, I was like, okay, now I can sort of like really. And of course, I wish like, ugh, dude, if I had like, I could do a lot of damage with like a grand. Mm-hmm. Like I could get, I could, I could we be all. pretty well set with just taking a grand with me to Daytona and just in corns. Like, yeah, I would have come home with everything I wanted. Oh, you could dang, come home with a pocket full of corns. Yeah, for grand. Yeah. Faux show. But yeah, those things are uh, kicking ass. I picked up a pair of uh, Appalaches as well that are uh, doing wonderful. Not that I had any doubt that they would. Yeah. Foolproof. Uh, yeah. And those are kind of your, you know, just from talking to you for the last, I don't even know how long now, those are kind of your creme of the creme, right? Like that's kind of, uh, that's kind of yeah. your, your thing, right? The Appalachians. Well, I've got 2.2 right now. And I mean, I, they're definitely some of my favorites. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of it has to do with me just being local to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's, you know, always kind of, you know, like I said, everything herping and keeping inter- intertwined for me, you know, that's always kind of the target species. And I, such a terrible time trying to find any of them that I just went and bought some. So <laughs> now I can look at them. I feel herping whenever I want for them in their tubs. So yeah, yeah, but, for sure. They're just variability in them, you know, like most kings. Yeah. Have you had any interest in those Edisto Island ones that have that sort of similar look to them, just without the color? Uh, I'd have to look at one. I, I know I have, but if I, I draw, find a picture of one, but. They look awesome. They they look just like you. If you saw those, you would be like, "That's not an Eastern King," but they they totally are. I didn't even know we got those from Edisto. To be honest, that's pretty cool. I've definitely seen some really like aberrant Easterns from uh, from other places, like up in like North Georgia and stuff like that, or somewhere mm-hmm. that just 
super, super duper, like crazy and almost kind of Appalachian looking like that. And I think it's really cool. And it, like even down here, you get the stuff that looks almost like a really wide banded chain king. And then you look mm -hmm. like, you know, a little ways over there, just like patternless. Yeah. Just... Yeah. So what do you have as far as king snakes go? I know you say mostly kings. So like that being your... That being your teacup, you know, what kind of, what kings are you keeping currently? Not enough because I have a lot of extraneous stuff that I need to finish pairings and trios out of. Yeah. Um, I've got the Appalachians. I've got those, uh, I've got the, uh, let me see what else do I have. Dang, I forget. Um, <laughs> I've got one Eastern. It's a Jasper County locale. From hey. And she is a pain in the ass. Uh, I love her. I, I need, I should have bought two when I bought that one. She's from Daytona a couple of years ago. It's from Dan and Parker? Still, no, actually, I. Uh, she was not. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's That's from Edisto? Mm-hmm. Holy shite. That's cool. That's beautiful. I didn't even know we found those around here. I've seen it's just an Edisto thing, from what I, what I understand. Hmm. Interesting. But no, I've got those. I've got that Eastern. Uh, she's really pretty. She's a pain. Doesn't really eat that well. I've got one lone Mexican Black King, and uh, I'd like more, but honestly, he's just really fun to look at. I mean, I don't, you know, I feel like you can find those anywhere. I'm not really too worried about. You know, yeah doing anything with those other than just like hold demon going whoa you know because that's what you do when you hold one of those things uh i've got got some i've got a pair of scarlet kings from a uh locality around here uh that i'm really really hoping that i can maybe one day figure out baby wise i'd very much like to actually hatch and get started a uh, clutch of scarlet kings they do exist, Smitty. <laughs> um, How are the adults I, with those? Really? Uh, well, kind of spastic, I guess, but not terrible. Uh, you know, if you want something that you're going to have to feed fuzzies forever, and you know, it's about as big as it's going to get. You know, but, but I mean, cool. they, they like they eat mice and stuff fine. Like you don't have any. You any yeah yeah. I mean, they, you know, they they want to eat lizards, but they you know they they switch over pretty readily they're definitely not the hardest thing i've ever done but uh yeah no uh like my mom's got an absolute massive one that literally can almost eat like adult mice and wow wow terrible terrible yeah funny enough the only scarlet king i have ever found in my herping career was in tallahassee yeah yeah the only one i was very screwed up on painkillers from a kidney stone, as we discussed earlier before we started this. Um, but uh, very messed up on painkillers, and I kind of fell out of the the Xterra we were in, and I just grabbed this, grabbed my lifer Scarlet King Snake. It was great. It's awesome. Tears in his eyes from the pain. Just... Yep. Or the scar. No, I was actually pretty much asleep. Like I was asleep in the back seat. Someone said snake, and I just fell out of the truck. Like I got it. And yeah, catching snakes with his eyes closed. Look at yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much, man. That was that's how that went. It was pretty great. I don't remember it, but you know, I have a picture for I have a picture for proof. A hospital bit. 
hospital band, a hospital band, and a Scarlet King, and a cigarette in the other boy. Dude, yes, that's sir. Scarlet King. That's that's perfect. Yes, that's sir. A, that's a Florida <laughs> picture if I ever heard one. Experience <laughs> picture. Yes, sir. It's great. But I've got those. Uh, they're doing well. Uh, I may cool them here in a little bit. I don't really know. I don't really know if I'm quite ready, but it's hard not to try those guys. Yeah. Um, I've got a really pretty uh, white-sided uh, Floridana that I actually picked up at a local pet store. Uh, we have a really nice cool local pet store that the uh, owner, she really loves king snakes as well. And it's a problem for me whenever I need anything. Mm-hmm. I have to go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know uh, my uh, girlfriend actually really liked uh, that one. And I, um, I will never say no to bringing more king snakes home. So here it sits. What's, what's the appeal with the, the getula stuff? Uh, I like things that eat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And I don't know, I just, behaviorally, I've, they're not really all the same. I mean, I know, you know, they're all, they have this stigma as kind of a crazy uh, genus, but they all behave a little differently, I guess, like anything, you know, but, uh, you know, I have things that just hide all the time and I have things that are just out all the time, keep them the same, you know, interchangeable, you know, just like anything else. But I don't know, I think they're almost like, uh, kind of vintage Americana, you know, like, I mean, it's, you know, like between those guys and rattlesnakes, it's like, you know, what's, what's more, what's more American than a damn king snake, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're looking at a a genus too, that spans like the entire country. Yeah. I mean, every, you've got a different flavor of the southern half of the entire country, you know, like the bottom half, if you cut it in half, like cut it straight across. I don't think, I mean, aside from like North California and stuff, which I don't even know if they get stuff up there, but but yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're just, there's a lot going on and I don't, I, I haven't found a way to tire myself out with them yet. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have any Cali Kings or anything like that, but you know, I'm nowhere near peaked interest wise with those guys. I mean, they're just uh, something new to delve into with them whenever. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll always have a spot, soft spot for, for Eastern Kings in particular, just cause that's sort of like the, you know, the hometown yeah. thing. Um, and just even the variation in those, you know, the ones you see up in Chesapeake versus the ones you see down here, like wildly different and wide banded. Yeah. You get a colors. Like, I mean, you can dig in. No, man, they're awesome. And I, um, I'll always have some, I'll probably have nothing but more and more. Jake, did yeah. I ever send you that video? So uh our buddy here, Tony Mills, who does um uh, an SCE TV show called um Coastal Coastal Kingdom. Kingdom. They posted a video on their YouTube channel where they released a bunch of baby Eastern Kings. But before they released them, they took pictures of the head stamps mm-hmm. and they released them on this one site. Well, then they came back like two years later and they found some of those same babies because they had the head stamps that you know, those don't change. Wow. And they could, yeah, I'll have to find the video and send it to you. It was pretty neat. Cause he's That's like, we released really cool. these like two years ago or a year ago. And yeah. you know, we know this is this one because this is the same markings and stuff. I thought that was really cool. So if they yeah, have Tony, I really awesome. want to talk to him about that. 
Dude, we've been talking about getting Tony on for freaking years, man. That guy, dude, I could talk. I could talk to him for hours, freaking hours. And it was actually funny at Daytona. Um, I ran into a lady that was selling like a bunch of jewelry and stuff, and I know she had cards for Coastal Kingdom on her table, and I was like. Hey, like Coastal Kingdom, like you know Tony Mills. She's like, yeah, you know, blah blah. I talked about Spring Island and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I actually interviewed with him, you know, several years ago for um, a college internship. You know, I was a wildlife guy. The other kid I interviewed was a forestry guy, and they wanted a forestry kid, so the other kid got it, and I just got thrown to the side. So it was what it was. But Tony wanted to hire me because I was a snake guy. <laughs> He's not I, better. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Tony wanted to hire me because I was a snake guy, but they were looking for somebody from forestry. And then the guy that was like in charge was a forestry guy. And he was like, yeah, no, I make the decisions here. So, um, but yeah, she actually messaged Tony and was like, yeah, I ran into this guy, blah, blah, said he knew you. And, you know, apparently he interviewed and he was like, oh yeah, I remember him well. And I was like, oh, he remembers me. <sighs> but um, yeah, no. Just a fun fact, but yeah, I'd like to see that video sometime. Yeah, I would as well. Because uh, that's that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff on that island, man. I actually inspect that island. I have a bunch of job sites out there, which I will be at tomorrow. Okay. So call out of work. You take me with you. Come on, man. Jump in out. Jump in, jump in the county truck. That's the good thing about a county truck, boy. I walk up to any of these <laughs> private places. They're just like. Okay, just go no on questions. through. And I'm like, what he's doing is is okay. Yeah, yeah, no. So I'm definitely. Um, I may or may not keep a couple snake bags in my truck for uh, any of these island localities I may find. Which I screwed up last year, man. I found so like that island is Spring Island, and before you get to that island, you have to go through Kalawasi Island, which I also have a bunch of inspections on, and I found a awesome little yellow rat on Kalawasi Island. And I was like, oh, should I take it? Da, da, da. And I'm like, no, I'm probably not going to find another one. This and that. I was like, I'll just, I'll let it go. You know, like I, I shouldn't take it. Literally, like the next time I was out there, I found another one in the middle of the road. And I was like, fuck. Was like, here's your second ah. chance. <laughs> God damn this it. is going to be your last opportunity. Yeah, so I didn't end up taking that one either, luckily so, because I didn't find another one after that. So as soon as spring rolls around, I'm going to be back out there, and I'm going to snag anything I can find, because, like, dude, these island localities like are the coolest freaking things to me. And they were very unique looking. They were. I know, I know that's hard to say for yellow rats, but... If you saw them, you'd know what I was talking about. Like they were, they were really cool yellows. So I don't know if they would have been a pair or not, but they would have been. Um, it would have been a neat project. So I'm gonna try and um, I'm gonna try and snag some next time I'm out here. So and dude, Spring Island, nicest corns you will see in your mother freaking life. Like well, the corns guys are just beautiful yeah yeah no and then like these That's spring the the spring <laughs> islands specifically they bit out you they they beat out your average okatees like no doubt one of the a corn a buddy of mine has a has one from tony mills actually he's the um he's the herpetologist out there he has a corn that he produced and it's just freaking ridiculous dude <laughs> so 
Definitely. Um, I'd feel a little bit more bad about taking anything from Spring Island, though. So I don't know if I would actually snag anything yeah, over they, there. Yeah, they sort of take their wildlife more seriously. Yeah, you know, they don't. I feel like I can possibly, yeah, I can possibly get in trouble if I did anything there. So you, you got to use your judgment, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, it's you know, it's always going to be well, a little bit, you know, give and take with that. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, you must. How how do you how do you put self-control into to action with all the stuff you sort of cruise up on and well it's it's easy when you never actually hit your target species like i <laughs> but i don't know i mean i i just i just don't typically keep a lot of stuff i do have a couple of these scarlet kings that i've kept and you know it's just that's just a little passion project and mm. The place I've taken those from is a little piece of private land that's absolutely crawling with them. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I put more down than I would ever take, you know, and it's that's about my limitations for it. Now, you know, I'm not saying that I wouldn't. Like, I've always, we have some really, really pretty white uh, oaks, like white oak phase. Uh, really really want a pair of those but honestly, like i've seen a million of them and i haven't just haven't found the ones that i would want to keep and that's fine you know i guess yeah. that i'm like yeah i feel like anytime i can talk myself out of it i let myself you know like which is most and you know it makes you feel better if you decide you do want to take something yeah and that's basically why i really only i've only taken yellow rats and even that has been very far and few between you know but yellow rats are definitely not hurting around here by any stretch of the imagination um so that doesn't that doesn't bother me too much taking yellows but i wouldn't want to take anything that was you know hurting in numbers per se you know like i'd hate to be the guy you know i hate to be the guy that ruined the spot because he took the last one or you know last or something you know yeah man i mean you can look at it like you know the true like everglades rats the nicest you do you almost can't find super nice true everglades rats anymore like you can talk to phil about it it's it's hard because like they've been they were herped to to you know oblivion out there you know yeah 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 so but, it's that can happen with anything too. So, you know, it's we definitely have to be conscious of stuff like that as herpers who do potentially take stuff out. You know, I feel like, and luckily, I feel like most like real, I won't say real, as far as most field herpers go, you know, we don't take, we don't take a ton. You know, it's very, very far and few between type of deal. So it's, yeah. Yeah, heck, by the time I've got a decent picture of something, usually I'm so sick of the damn thing, I'm ready for it. Anyway, sometimes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's, uh, that's for sure. All right, well, riddle me this. Riddle me this. I've always heard that if you want to find scarlets, you start peeling bark off of, like, fallen pines. Scarlets and corals. I've never seen a coral or heard of a coral in ever. I've never found a uh, Scarlet King uh, looking behind bark. 
And I'm always really, really scared to go just like doing a whole lot of bark peeling because I do feel like it, you know, tears up the habitat and stuff. But like, I, you know, I guess that's the old difference between bark peeling and bark peaking, you know, but I really don't find them that way. I mean, I usually find them like logs and, you know, just like random detritus that you find, you know, just like, you know, the old trash pile snakes, you know, like you find a pile of trash, it's probably got a Scarlet King in it, especially around here. Yeah, man, that's what I tell people, man. It's like, if you got, if you got trash in your yard, prime, prime habitat right there, you know, like it doesn't have to be, you know, all natural and crap, you know, if it's just some trash that people have littered out, man, that's some of the best habitat you can hope. Oh, yeah. And you got to explain to people why you're going through a pile of trash in their yard or in your own yard, even. Like, what is that yeah. guy doing? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Shut up. Keep walking. Never mind what I'm doing. <laughs> mind your own. Yeah, I just, man, I like, I, I really do like Scarlet Kings. We had some when I worked out at Spring Island, you know, back in like 2007. And they were really cool little snakes. Uh, but those are the only ones that I've, I've literally sort of seen firsthand and had my hands on never seen any sense i uh i had a big dry spell with those guys for a couple of years but uh this last season or so i've i've done better than i have in a while and uh you know a lot of them been found in you know one little small piece of private land that i know for a fact is crawling with them so it's kind mm -hmm. of you know, kind of stacking my deck a little bit there but you know heck i'll take it as much trouble as i've had finding them elsewhere but yeah. Which makes sense because when you're dealing with like a smaller species like that, that isn't going to have a massive sort of range to be yeah, I'm localized sure range. Like they are going to be more concentrated in a smaller area, I would think. Yeah, I mean, how far can that snake travel in its lifetime, or how far would it travel in its lifetime? Yeah. Especially considering how tiny the babies are. Yeah, and how reclusive the species is. They're not a they're not a big wanderer. You know, they're very small and they're very reclusive. You know, they like to they like to hide. So, but I do really like them. They're about the only damn lamper peltis I can find these days. So I'll take it. And, um, plus, they're beautiful. I mean, any you know tricolor snake, you know, it's a certain amount of you know awe that you get when you flip something over and there's a tricolor snake of any kind under it. Yeah. Cool. Do you like notice most of the adults have yellow, and the babies have more of a white? Yes. I, uh, I do. It seems like they they get their yellow more as they uh, age. Uh, and I think a lot of, like, you'll find on the babies, a lot of that, like, interconnected black banding more on the uh, real small ones. And I, I'm willing to bet a lot of that, you know, from what I've seen, tends to go away as they get older. Nice. Well, I feel like I already know this answer because I have talked to you plenty about road cruising and keeping as of recent um, but as far as herping goes, do you look down on road cruising? Because I saw a meme the other day that one of like, I follow a page called field herping memes cause the shit cracked me up, but it was talking talking smack about road cruising versus flipping. And I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't agree with that. Like I think road cruising, like road cruising for me has just been, it's more productive and I'm sorry if that's. If, well, I'm sorry if that's what I prefer, but if it's more productive, it's more productive. And I don't think there's any reason to talk smack on road cruisers. Well, I mean, we don't, I feel like herpers as a 
as a group of people just enjoy a good smack talking in general. But <laughs> it's true. One of the, it's one of the draws, but uh, no, I mean, I, it's just active versus inactive. You know, it's mm-hmm. like like rolling versus you know hitting banks when you're fishing or something. You know, it's right. just, it's you know, I guess it all depends on what you want to do. Um, right. I mean, I'm more than happy to sit my ass in a truck and listen to music and, you know, find stuff, but it doesn't always work out like that. And, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I honestly probably find more road cruising, I would say, you know, and who's to say if that's just because I road cruise more because I do, I do do a fair bit of road cruising. I would think statistically you would see more road cruising because you're covering much more area, you know? Yeah, but. You got to think about things that are, you know, that's only if the things happen to be moving at the time versus, you know, you know, find them under a dump somewhere when they have. Right. Right. And I also think it has like, it has to do with like time of day. Like, you know, me, I don't road cruise in the middle of the day. You know, I road cruise at dark because the areas that I can go flip you know, and actually hike around our public lands that close at dark, you know, so I can't be in there at dark. And if I want to keep looking for snakes, I pretty much have to road cruise, you know, it's like I, I road cruise. Yes, I road cruise quite a bit when I can. But at the same time, if I want to go out during the day and find a bunch of freaking cottonmouths, like I'm going to go out during the day, go to one of my WMAs and I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk my ass off, you know, and so I think it's a I think it's a happy medium, but like it really annoys me. People are like, "Oh, road cruising's cheating!" Blah, and I'm like, "Shut up!" No, it's not. Like mm-hmm. the I put just as much time and money into all that gas I'm using as you do walking around miles on miles because I do that shit too. Well, you know, I mean, like, I walk all over the place, but there's, you know. there's, there's still strategy to it. I mean, you know, you can oh, drive yeah. place if it's the wrong place, you're not going to see anything. You know, I mean, it's just like anything else, you know, or you, you find you find a place that you've cruised a lot of stuff, you know, in a certain stretch. Maybe that's a good place to, to hike, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it's it's all about building, you know, building your knowledge of what you're doing and, you know, that, figuring out what works and what doesn't. And unfortunately, a lot of that right. involves getting skunked, but that's, that's fine. Yeah. And that's what's crappy around here you know like i have you know and like like you said knowing your roads is a big thing like i took justin out the other day you know we went to a wma and then we went road cruising and i went to my road that's you know been known to be hot you know and i thought it was a perfect night no we didn't have any rain but it was good temperatures no you talked it up yeah yeah i talked it up and didn't produce anything but then i was like yeah let's hit this other road dude on this other road we found Two dead cane breaks and a dead copperhead, you know, like two right dead copperheads and dead cane break. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, there's that. The biggest you know, copperhead like, we've ever seen. Ever seen. I have found Huge. hundreds. I have found hundreds of copperheads in my life. This thing was pushing like four feet, dude. Sheesh. It was a I can vouch. It was a freaking dump truck. <laughs> like <laughs> it was massive. And it was like you freshly know- dead. What sucks the most is like how long did it take for that snake to get that size? That's and exactly what I said. Literally say. within like a split second, it's obliterated. Yep. Yeah. I came home from that trip and like my girlfriend got home from work 
And I was just depressed, dude. And she's like, what's wrong? I was like, you don't understand. Like, we just, we road cruised a copperhead that was, like, the biggest I have ever seen. And that says something, because that's the most common venomous snake we get around here. And, oh, yeah. That was the craziest thing ever. Like, I've had, I've flipped stuff shedding before. That thing literally started shedding about four seconds before that video started. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I I, I I could never have like made this happen. I would love to find those, man. They're so cool. Well, that's all that that's a good that's a good pile right there. That's a good tin pile. <laughs> that's why it's there. You, looks you, like it. That's a great tin pile. Yeah. I mean, do you have more success with, with piles like that versus single like single pieces laid out? Uh yeah, because I think it creates a temperature gradient for them uh depending on I, I think you get a longer time period that you'll find stuff in it because if you just got like one piece of tin you know it could be a million degrees under it but if you know five sheets down it could be right what they want right, you know, right. okay you know, that makes little, sense you'd be up on the top what you looking at uh that little baby you little gopher well, you're in gopher gopher tortoise habitat eh Oh, dude, uh, one of my favorite things, because I can usually always count on finding them when I can't find anything else, and it brightens my day a little bit. Another one I've never seen. So do you have, um, with that said, do you have good diamondback habitat where you're at? Like, do you ever see diamondbacks where you are? Great habitat, uh, but I very seldom find one, uh, and they are here. They are around. It's just, you know, they're very cryptic. Yeah, I know. I know with gopher tortoises, you can usually find diamondbacks in there. Yeah, I tell you what, though, when I was in Tallahassee, them pygmy rattlesnakes, boy, that was that was ninety percent of what we found out there. I see that. I see the one right there next to the quarter. I have a picture almost exactly like that. That was ninety percent of what we found when I was in Tallahassee. It was like pygmy after pygmy. It was cool, like the first five or six, and I was like, okay, oh, let's man. just. They're Dude, all right out of your mind. I'd love to find pigs. I'd go they're crazy. All, yeah. They're all cool. I will I will geek out over the first pygmy and I will geek out over the one hundredth man. Oh yeah, dude. They're freaking awesome. I love them. They they're one of the they're one of my favorite rattlesnakes, like bar none. I absolutely love pygmy rattlesnakes, man. Probably missed a lot of other stuff because I've been on my belly taking pictures of like my fifth pygmy of the day, but you know, <laughs> not take it back. That was a pretty one there. Oh, wow. That sides. would be beautiful. White sides on that, King. That's yeah. crazy. That was a pretty one. Same tin pile. Man, sounds like me and Smitty have to, might have to make a weekend trip to you one, one of these days. And, uh, I'll bet. Thanks. You'll bet what? I bet we could find one of those. Yes, sir. Oh, I've seen that before. That burning tree, boy. Yes, sir. That's that's the best time to start looking. National Forest, man. I try to get out there uh, whenever I know they're doing a burn and see if I can catch some stuff getting pushed, you know, getting displaced. But it's also just pretty to go out there and check that out. It's so surreal when they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love 
I've been a part of a couple, like I've actually performed prescribed burns, you know, a few times. And, um, but now, man, whenever, whenever I know one of my WMAs is doing a burn, I like to get out there. It's, um, it's good. Plant. Normally it's kind of cold. Normally it's kind of cold whenever they do the burns around here, but yeah, still it's a, uh, it's good. It's good weather or it's good time to start looking. Oh yeah. Well, you can't find them at the house. You know, I've, I've found plenty of weird stuff when it's been less than ideal. Yeah. Heck, oh yeah. In hand shot of that corn snake you just showed, it was probably only about 60 degrees out. It was about six in the morning, early this spring. Only thing I saw that day. And I was like, what are you doing out right now? Yeah, man. The um, So I know it was several months ago now. It was in like April. It was early April, I believe. Ben Frame from New York came down. And um, I was finding stuff left and right before he came down because it was good weather. And uh, he came down. It was like 50 degrees when he came and uh, they had just done a burn at one of my WMAs, and they um, and we I put him on his lifer cane break, his lifer rattlesnake, but uh, put him on a cane break when it was like fifty five degrees out, and we found this freaking thing is awesome. It really changes your mind about what you think to expect. Yeah. There you go. That's the last one of those I've found. Oh man, hell yeah! Was I would murder to see an adamantius in the wild. Yes, sir. And tell it, Jake, uh, you don't like riding around during the day, but that's what riding around in the middle of the day gets you. Yeah, I've just, I've never had luck. Only on WMAs, I've had luck finding stuff in the middle of the day. You know, I found a couple cotton mouths, a couple rat snakes, a couple corns here and there riding around, just like going to spots, you know, in the middle of the day. But I never had luck for road cruising. We don't have good roads to cruise during the day, to be honest. So, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I, I live, you know, 20 minutes away from the Appalachian National Forest. And yeah. I, I spent a lot of time out there riding around. I mean, you can pretty much, you know, do whatever you want out there, herping-wise. Yeah, I wish we had something closer to us, man, like that. Yeah. But everything around here is private or it's too busy during the day. And love, Gotta love that pose of a pissed-off <laughs> corn snake, man. Golly, gotta love that pose. He was, uh, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta let him get you. He's like, fine. Uh... I've won. <laughs> I won. Release <laughs> <me>. now. <clears throat> no, that was a really pretty one. Like, I mean, I, you know, all corn snakes are pretty regardless. I mean, but. Oh, yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, that is an awesome. He's a little, he's a little young, so he hadn't really turned more dull like that last one. But no, nah, they're still pretty here. Yeah, man, that's a nice shot. There you go. There I, you yeah, go. with that, that was a, that was a pretty one. So, do you use like an actual light camera, or are these all phone shots yeah. for your pictures? Just me down on my knees with an iPhone, man. Like I would love to. I would really love to like get a whole setup and actually start. You know, like that's that's the goal, but you know, it's just it's a plunge I haven't taken yet. Yeah. Now I need to get back into that side of things, man. I was in it for a while, but now it's just been Dude, a couple it, snaps on the phone and rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, you know, like what? Yeah, it's, there's a lot that goes into that. You know, photography. Oh yeah. Coming from uh, not damn thing. Yep. That's the wildlife. For... Just saying. Oh, that guy. 
What the heck is that? That is a broadhead that I found behind my dryer. Uh, what in the world? On my freaking windowsill right here behind me. Look at that thing. Huh. It's dead? Yeah. Very Holy much. smokes. I found it sitting up like that. It literally... Like, Where is it? Sit there like that. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, you still have it. You kept it. Yeah. Wow. It earned a spot on my uh, windowsill for that. <laughs> That's crazy. All the weird shit I've seen. That's hey, classic. Rough one of the coolest awesome. snakes out there, man. I don't care what anybody says. I will geek the heck out anytime I find a rough green. Dude, another thing I haven't found this year yet. Yeah, I haven't found one. The last one I found was probably two years ago. And that was literally just like walking. I was driving out of my driveway for like, I came home for lunch and I was leaving to go back to work. And it was just sitting in the middle of my driveway. And I was like, ah! Justin's about to be upset. Yeah, there you go. There it is. Oh. There it is. <laughs> I just want to see a damn Fulvius. That little tank. Oh, dude. Man. One of those was, I think, probably that one. It was a fresh burn, and he was just out rummaging around in it all charred That thing out. is huge, man. Dude, I'm going the wrong way. What are you doing, Smitty? I don't know. Oh, you got Bruce Means. I have the so I have the stalking the plume serpent, but I do not have the diamonds in the rough, and I want to get a copy, but it's now like a hundred and something dollars. Yeah, I uh, I I splurged, uh, and it's it's a it's a textbook. <laughs> it is hundred percent like like a like a textbook, but is the textbook for rattlesnakes, so it's worth it. Right. Yeah, it's uh, got like I think it's just like a compilation of pretty much all the papers that have that have been put out on them. Boy, that bass was a fat old fatty, eh? It was a good angle, but yeah. <laughs> it was a good angle. <laughs> know about them gated communities. <laughs> nice. That's uh well at least you can admit it as a fisherman. <laughs> oh yeah. Corns. Another pretty corn. Look at that thing. That thing was a tank. If that's the one out. No, that's the little ribbon snake. Oh, yeah. You're getting back to before uh, herping took over my entire Instagram now. I haven't seen one of those in a really long time. I, uh, snake. yeah, I, I actually got yeah. a double, flipped a pair of those uh, earlier and I didn't post it for whatever reason. I may, you know, seeing as how I can't find anything now, I may have to go back and post that. But really, <laughs> a little pair of them. Nice. Well, there's an Erodia for you, Jake. Here you go, Jake. Yeah, buddy. Hey. That's a fatty, too, boy. It was a cold yes, night. Sir. Good thing about those things is when it's a little too chilly to really be out, you can probably find some Erodia anyway. So. I got one. I got one sitting up in my rack up here that looks almost just like that. It's funny. Some of those Florida bandits, they all kind of have like that similar kind of dark red, dark look with some red bands in them, you know, because I've got 
I've got Citrus County, Florida um, bandits, and they look they look almost identical. To that my I've got my females grown up really nicely right now, and I feel like they're pre- down here. They're pretty much across the board, kind of, kind of. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like a lot of other places are spoiled for options when it comes to how their neurodia look, but. Yeah, and I would say we're definitely one of those, man. On the same stretch of road, I found two different banded waters that you would think they were two different types of snake. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just night and day. One was almost black with very thin red bands, and then the other one was, like, almost completely, like, brick red with these weird bands in the middle that didn't really change colors but it had a pattern that like chopped it up a little bit and it was it, it's nuts i made a post about it a while back whenever i found them and um it was it was freaking awesome man Dude, I love, did you see I love that my water guy that dykstra posted the other day yeah those are from montrose those oh. uh lee lee county or uh, levi county one of his dark yeah, one of the darker ones or Levy, really Levy. Cool. Let me say Levy County. Okay, not Levi. Levy County. Levy. Levy. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. I got, I got some family there. I've been meaning to go up there uh, and congrats, but uh, yeah, we always said Levy, but we're a bunch of rednecks, so we could be saying. It. <laughs> I thought I thought Dykstra because Dykstra's from there, and he said I I thought he said Levy. I could be completely wrong on that though. It might Levy. be Levy. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, man, those those mangroves are freaking awesome. Once I move, so I'm get I'm moving a couple ponchatoulas from um, Loafman. I'm keeping one by moving a pair to um, uh, Keller. I'm moving a pair to Jason Keller with a trade and some uh, some cash for a couple snakes from him. Once I do that, I might have to try and get some mangroves next year and kind of finish off my Neurodia fascination because I absolutely love the mangroves. But golly, I can't keep too many Neurodia. I can tell you that. Gloves over there by the rack for those guys? No, no, I don't keep any gloves. It's horrible. Yeah, no, it's only, it's really only my Ponchatoulas, to be honest. Like, the the rest of them are pretty okay. Like, my, I've got Dixie County Bandits. They're, they're okay. The male's kind of spastic, um, but the female's really chill. Doesn't musk me. I take her out. She's fine. Um, and my Citrus Counties are, they're great. I absolutely love them. Other than one female, I have three of them. I have two together. I have a pair together. And then I have a lone female sitting by herself because she didn't want to play nice and she was a little smaller and everything else. Or she's a lo- actually a lot smaller than the other two. So um, I put her by herself for food purposes to make sure she's eating enough. Um, she's kind of a freaking spaz. Um, but the pair I keep together, they are they're freaking beautiful, man. They're, they're great. Um, it's really only the ponchatoulas that are really spazzy and musky. Um, if so. I, I think if I was going to keep some, it would be some of the brown water snakes because I think they Dude. look condas, man. I don't know, like I get anaconda vibes off of them for whatever reason. I think I think they're really cool. Browns are freaking awesome, man. I love browns. I really want diamondbacks whenever I can get. That's pretty much where I want, I want man, I want a pair of mangroves and I want a pair of diamondbacks. 
And that's probably going to top me off. Maybe a pair of browns if I can get my hands on some captive bred ones. But there's not many people working with captive bred Nerodia. So they can be kind of hard to come by. And your boy is not about to work with wild cots. So you kind of really want to do it to want to, you know, captive breed Nerodia because you're not going to get rich off it. That's for sure. No, you're not going to get rich and you're going to spend a lot of time doing it. So smell bad while you do it. Not all. I have one, two, four, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine tubs of Nerodia right now, and three of them are in pairs together. It took me about three hours the other day just to clean those nine tubs because I had to disinfect everything because they shit like mad, and I disinfect their water dishes and take them out and taking them out they spaz out and they don't want to go anywhere especially the ponchatoulas man i gotta just grab them because they will dive out of the tubs i stopped yeah and i stopped keeping i only have one pair of ponchatoulas together right now because those are the ones that are going to go to um keller um but i stopped keeping keeping them together because they were so hard to grab like whenever I went to clean, like I would grab one, the other one would shoot out of the tub and like go go across my floor and behind a rack, and it was just a nightmare. So, and that's partially on me. I need to keep them in taller tubs so they can't really do that. Um, but right now, I've got them in my XR16. That's gonna change very soon because it is very annoying to keep those things in short racks because they will fly out of that thing the second they get a chance. You guys are making me jealous of all that black box stuff. I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to spend dude, some time. Dude, you got to. I, I, I can I can pan over right now and I got an entire wall of uh, XR16, XR20, um, V70, the- V73 stack, V76 stack, and then. Use uh, the discount code THN at checkout. Yes, sir. Don't you worry. Got to. Got to man, they're great. I absolutely love this stuff. I've got a whole wall of it right here, and I'm only gonna add more. Oh yeah, no, those V70s are sweet, and like you know, I can't imagine a better thing for just about any king snake. You could yeah, do a lot yeah. of stuff for them. Hold on, Harry. I'll Look, pan over here size, real quick. Average size there's, is perfect. There's that V70 stack, and hold up. What, what do we got? What do we got in here? Is that one of my Florida pines? It that's is. One of, that's one of your Florida pines right there, boy. It's that albino male. Looking good as ever. Man. Yeah, buddy. I'm not yelling at you. I'm surprised. No, man. The Floridas are actually pretty chill, especially the male. The west west side stuff. That's Yeah. It's the <laughs> so west. Full of hate. Oh, oh yeah, man. Uh, they are full of piss and vinegar my male my male fork line has calmed down a little bit he's pretty okay but my female is like nothing but death are your northerns insane the little babies you got from uh no no my male my male northern i found out the other day does not like a camera does not like the phone in his face um other than that he's fine uh female northern nothing I got a uh, little hard case uh, northern baby from a uh, local. Yeah. I ended up getting that little kinked. Nice. Oh, my. My female fork line just smacked the front of a tub. Heard you talking about her. Yeah, she's talking smack. And uh, I could see her right now. She's whacked the front of a tub. It kind of startled me a little bit. 
you know, that's another rabbit hole I could see myself going down is pitch you out this. I, uh, oh, man. Oh, they're amazing. Pines. She had a bunch of huge ass bull snakes back in the day that were just so much fun. Like, it's, uh, it's coming. I'm about to grab my grab my little boy right here. See, I don't even need a hook for this guy, man. I'll just reach in, grab him. Is that little northern? Is that little northern from pain shop? This guy's got a ton, like the saddles on him. Like yeah. they're they're straight black so far down the back here. This is the male mostly black on the saddles but the females got a little bit more of the tan in between but yeah man they're they're great no problems whatsoever with these guys such a weird thing coming from you know starting baby king snakes to uh getting a baby pituophis in your hands right out of the egg and going oh yeah, yeah even those have put some size on them since you got them yeah, yeah. man they're Things freaking, bigger than it was a couple weeks ago yeah they're massive they grow super fast and even as babies dude they're like they are huge as babies like I, it blew my mind these things had when chris sent them to me they had um like two two three meals in them as it was, and they were just freaking tanks, you know, especially somebody working with rat snakes. These things are bigger than, you know, year and a half old rat snakes I own. Okay. So, see, I've got yearling kings that are uh, smaller than that by quite a bit. Yeah, no, like <laughs> she's, she's massive, or he is massive. Um, yeah, man, I absolutely love the northerns. Northerns are just a pleasure to work with. They're beautiful animals and they are. They're the sweetest things, man. They're so freaking sweet and they're freaking adorable, as you can see. Yeah. I'm really close to uh, getting a few of those. I saw some really nice ones. The guy that I bought my uh, uh, Joe and I from uh, had some really nice northerns as well. And uh, luckily, I'd already bought uh, a pair of Alterna, and that was that would have been my northern pine money. So I, I got away from that without doing too much damage to my wallet. But, uh, no. There's more available at Daytona this year, and they were cheaper than last year, if I recall. They, a lot of them look really good, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, my uh, mom bought a Jani from somebody at uh, last year's Daytona. I went with my girlfriend and my mom. It was awesome. And she ended up uh, buying more snakes than me, uh, which goes <laughs> but, uh Yeah, she bought a, a little Jani. I do not remember who from. And uh, it was terrible. The poor little thing never really took off, never did well. But uh, I was uh, I was excited to see that thing turn neon yellow for her. But... Ow. I just got nailed. Yeah, I just yeah. got nailed by the black. This is the difference. Yeah. Different animal. Those things are just little middle fingers that come out. Yeah. Of... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you much. can see that. That sucker just nailed me on the hand. He's trying to grab it just, out. They're non-venomous perps. Like that's all I see when I see those things is purple maculatus just in a colubrid form because they just they're horrible. And Chris is like, dude, you want some? I'm like, no, I don't. Can y'all hear this right now? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking awesome, man. I love it. That thing just nailed me on the hand, man. I'm <laughs> that shit made me bleed. Oh my god, I love these things, man. The thing is legitimately twice the size from when you got it. Like, yeah, no, they're they're freaking huge. This is the female, and I thought the female was actually pretty okay, but um, 
she's proving me very wrong right now. Normally, I scoop him. Heard you. Normally, I scoop him out with a hook, and you know we don't have any problems. Don't bite me again. Yeah, that little that little goofy uh, crooked northern that I've got is just horrible. You can't even walk by. He's in a, he's in a little shoebox right really? now. Really? In the quarantine room. Yeah, and you walk in and just hear. <laughs> thumping away but yeah she's still going gape they gape and everything man oh yeah with the blacks it's so funny they have such a powerful hiss it's like they put their entire body into this into this hiss that they got going on and they are just pissed all the time I distinctly remember a couple of my mom's big, like seven and a half foot long bull snakes just like roaring at me when I walked in the room when I was a kid. Yeah, man, they're <laughs> pissed you off. is what they should be yeah, called. Yeah, pissed you off. Is that's not even all of them, man. Like my my Florida pines, like I could reach in there and grab them pretty much whenever I want. I just have to make sure they know I'm not food. Um. I can reach in and grab mine. He's he's fine. He's cool. He's oh yeah. He's only hissed at me or you know gotten fussy. I think once or twice. Like he really, and I think that that one particular time he was like dead asleep and I I grabbed him and he wasn't expecting it and kind of surprised him. But other than yeah. that, I can reach right in and grab him. Like he's fine. Yeah, my Florida's they're not. You know, I can reach in and grab him. Sometimes the male will kind of just like let me know that he's kind of mad at me. Mm-hmm. But they've never, never struck at me. You know, they'll hiss a little bit, but no problems whatsoever as far as grabbing them. See, and that's what I want, man. I want a pit that I can pull out that's like massive and just chill and enjoyable. See, he just, he just, like, hissed, at, he just hissed at me a little bit. This is the... Uh, and the, oh. like the video does that snake no justice. Like that thing is no, just unreal in person. That is a gorgeous snake. Oh, no, yeah. this is the male. He's the more white of the pictures of that thing for months. Look at that thing. Yeah, dude, he is. Um, he's freaking amazing. He's diesel. He's huge. He's sweet. The female's slightly smaller, but she's way more red than he is. Um, but I personally like the white look of them a little bit more. A lot of people like the reds. Um, goal right there, man. I, uh, I would love to have some of those, but no, not Floridian. Yeah. Well, you can be gifted a couple, so we'll, uh, we'll work, we'll work something out down a hat, man. Cause you know, I like, I'm all about the normals too. Oh yeah. Have one. I'm sure somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I can have one normal phenotype and then whatever more if i want but yeah, yeah. this dude's <laughs> freaking awesome man <laughs> he's huge he's a lot of snake a oh, lot yeah. of snake oh now we're gonna run no i love these things man i really hope i can get something done with these things next season we shall see oh my god get him off your mic yeah, I'm like, hold on, I'm mute and put him up. I can hear him rubbing against it. I was waiting for him to take a dump on him, like, yeah, right in, right in microphone. We're just gonna see Jake get tagged in the face with the sound off, and I would gonna, love that. It's gonna be a real shame. 
No, man, I'm 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 sure at some point I'm gonna end up going down the pine snake rabbit hole again. That's you need to be going down the Baird's rabbit hole. Nobody needs to go down that rabbit hole. I'm in it, it's, it's lonely down here. Someone needs to join me. <laughs> you got plenty of people with you. Shut up. I don't know what more you want from me. I literally <laughs> in this house and it is a white corn snake that my mom produced. And I literally keep him because he's a gift and because he's white and he's cool and stuff. He just kind of hangs out. Bairds, and I kind of do miss having Therai, Leonis, whatever they're called now. There is, uh, I know a, uh, there's uh, a female. Oh, yeah. Like lavender. Yeah. She's super red. Awesome. I'm in the Coca Cola box, hide boxes as well. Yeah, man. Those things are great. I absolutely love them. Granola are... boxes. Mm hmm. Love boxes. There's not a lot of boxes that are big enough for adult pituophis, and I found these soda boxes because we go through quite a bit of soda in my house, as I as much as I hate to admit it. Um, so I buy I buy cans can cases, and I keep all the boxes. Oh yeah, uh, they I've are fantastic. Build that today because I've got too many boxes piled up, and I need to do something about them. But she is nice enough to save them all for me, so I guess I can't complain too much. Yeah, no, I have a whole this closet to my that way has oh yeah a million different boxes in them. So no, yeah, that's for sure. But, did you see that uh, speckled I picked up from a? Um, of course I did. I'm the one who talked to you into finally freaking getting it. Oh, come on, man. You knew I was going to get that thing. <laughs> Took you long enough. Jesus. It like, did. Man, it... When are you, you going to get it? Come on. He was like, man, I don't know. I got to go find one. I was like, dude, get that thing. Me, you, and Smitty. We'll go down to Texas. We'll find another one. Bada bing, bada boom. Hey, at least Good it's the closest corner of Texas to me. Yeah. Yeah, at least there is that. Yeah, how far of a drive is, is it for you to get to to east texas that is uh galveston county area where that uh that one's from is about nine and a half hours if i'm <laughs> that's not horrible that's yeah. nothing i've done that i've done that uh me and my girlfriend went up to ohio uh last year and it was about 11 and that wasn't terrible either but nah man i made i went to pennsylvania in a weekend and back it was literally two days and it was 12 hours getting there and 10 and a half back because I drove through the night coming back and I didn't have to deal with traffic. So it took me like 12, 13 hours to get there. Came back like two days later. Nine hours ain't shit. That's, we'll make it happen. We'll do we it. We do that one sitting. Especially if there's herping at the other end of that. Trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I, that's what I did for the um, Pennsylvania trip. I left at like 7 in the morning. Got there at like 8, 9 o'clock at night. Nothing. Oh yeah, good to go. I've already found campgrounds all over that county, dude. Let me know when you want to. Let me know when you want to go. Oh, man, I have to get guilt tripped by my boss first, right? Yeah, there you go. You go for what? Uh, you wouldn't get it. Hey, <laughs> you wouldn't understand. I could yeah. explain it, but you still wouldn't wouldn't know. Yeah. What I was it's lie to you about what I'm doing. 
my uh, my coworkers and boss don't even ask anymore. If I'm Sam going somewhere, they pretty much know it's probably Snake. for snakes, snake purposes. Like, hey, I got to take a couple of days off and going to Texas. Oh, what are you finding out there? <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Between that, between that speckled and those alterna, I feel like I need a map of Texas on my wall next to the map of Florida. Next to the Bairds cage that you have. Oh, that would just no, man. <laughs> I'm still mad that you sent that uh, Baron eye to someone other than me. I would have made you a skateboard for that thing. Oh! <laughs> I didn't throw that out there yet because I knew that, I, that I'd actually have to do some work. Yeah, yeah those things are cool as hell. Did you find? Did you ever find the ones that were taken from your garage? Nah, nah, I don't expect to. That's fine, though. They'll get coming out of them unless somebody who knows me sees them on them, so. Whatever. I mean, you can only hope that they fall off of it and bust their two front teeth. Yeah. Wait, I'm out of the loop. What happened? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm uh, sorry. Brain isn't working. Uh, I made a couple of long boards a while back. And uh, mm-hmm. I did kids. yank them out of my uh, garage the other day. No, but man. They're riding around on a pair of custom long boards that are literally one of a kind. So. I feel like they're going to turn up at the wrong place for them and somebody's going to be like, hey, you there. Uh, I feel like I've inadvertently put a green light out on a couple of kids over some longboards. Yeah, and you should. Rightfully so. This kid's got to learn. Screw that. It's not sacred anymore. But damn, I would have given them one. Oh, well. Hmm. And that's the worst part because it's like, if you would have just asked, I would have given you one. Fuck yeah. You man. know, but you had to go My fucking steal it. Damn. I don't man. think one could hold my giant ass though. It'd have to have like a a, a I, bar that goes from truck to truck that reinforces it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> to be a Sasquatch size. Oh, no. I, I don't know, man. I've seen some pretty big men riding longboards and even skateboards, so I think you'd be all right. Oh yeah, I don't know. it'd be Bowen in the middle, man. Like six four and two seventy. Like well, that 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 <laughs> that's goes a, that's a lot. That goes to show how much you know about longboards because you don't just keep your feet in directly in the middle of them. So well, I know that, but still, yeah, you'd be all right. You'd be all right. It can be done. It can be done for sure. So is that like a hobby of yours? You may you do some woodworking on the side and, you know, or did you buy the board and just kind of customize like the, the, you know, decals underneath? No, I work at a cabinet shop and I'm, oh. I, I do a lot of the finish work up there, but I also have a key. So, uh, I go up there a lot of shitload of, uh, scrap wood and stuff. And I, uh, I like to play around with it and I discovered, you can glue a bunch of shit together and basically make a gigantic cutting board with trucks on it. And it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, nice. <laughs> and they turned out pretty swanky. So I started making them for a while, but you know, like most things, people like to say, Oh, that's beautiful. And then not buy one. Yeah. But I just made myself a few friends. some, But, uh, that can make some cool like wall decorations though, like by itself, you know, deck it out with some stickers and cool little decals and stuff and it'd be real cool to hang on the wall. Yeah, that was the plan, but you know, I, I mean, really what it came down to is I wanted a longboard, but I was too cheap to go buy one. So I was like, I'll just, I'll just make something. <laughs> they think I enjoy making them more than riding them. So, you know, 
Yeah. Sort yeah of no. Really and no not to have wall to wall, to wall beautiful uh, caging in here, considering I work at a cabinet shop also. But damn, man, it's the last thing you want to do when you do it all day is do yeah. it. You know, just like anything else. Yeah. It's like uh, the guy that works in the kitchen doesn't want to come home and cook. No. No. That's, uh, but that's why we have black box. Or baby. You yes. don't have to, you don't have to make anything when you go through black box. Nice and easy. Just press place order and they'll show up at your doorstep in a perfect, perfectly great lead time, which is better than anybody in the industry right now. So. No, man, I've, uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. I need some in my life. I've got stuff that's going to be, uh, going to be outgrowing things. And as much as I love my 32 quart gasket tubs, uh, I need some V70s in my life. Yeah, these V70s are a lifesaver. I'm really, I'm going to throw it out there again. I really hope Black Box makes an FB90 for some of these uh, some of these pines I got growing up. I really need some, uh, these V70s are going to get outgrown pretty I soon. I mentioned it to Jen, guys. and I told her, I was like, I know at least a handful of people that would, would are be, those like, be into are, it. Are those like the like the small boa tub kind of size? Like you know, yeah. Basic, basically, they're like a boa tub. You know, they're they're pretty much two V seventies side by side, if not a little wider. You know, they're about they're as long as a V seventy, but they're either twice or two and a half times as long or as wide, I should say. Um, you call it the black box pit pit. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. That'd be perfect. Um, it's, canon. it's canon now. That's it. Yeah. No, they'd be. Um, and, no, and nobody makes a PVC FB90. I looked into it the other day. They used to be, I think it was Tallgrass Reptiles used to make PVC like racks and cages. But I'm pretty sure they're not doing that anymore. Um, but they made a FB90 for a period. But other than that. I think you're forgetting Freedom Breeder. Well, that's what I mean. Like, that's why I said PVC specifically, because Freedom Breeder is the ones who make the FB90, aka FB Freedom Breeder. Um, they make those, but they're not PVC. Um, I'm pretty sure you can get ARS in a 90, and you might be able to get Vision Tubs in a 90. I'm pretty sure you can. Or an equivalent, um, yeah. Yeah, an equivalent. Um, but they're not PVC. You know, you're going to pay out the wazoo for anything that is not PVC. You know, anything from Vision or, um, well, hey. or Freedom Breeder. You know, those metal racks, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna cost you an arm and a leg. And try, try, trying to hold out for somebody that makes PVC, a.k.a. Black Box. <laughs> cough, um, cough. Yeah, cough, cough. <laughs> um, so, but we'll see. Cause I got I to gotta do something. I got to do something soon for some of these uh, big pine, these big pitchy office man because they're gonna they're gonna outgrow these 70s here soon so gotta figure something out but uh yeah that's uh it's definitely a future future buy because man pitchy office would do amazing and something like that because a lot of them a lot of them just freak out in big open like open front yeah sit there and whack it all day yeah they'll whack it all day they rub a lot you know that's he talked to i think i was talking to nipper a while ago and 
he said he put some big northerns in four by two by two cages and they just freaked out man you know they were constantly rubbing they destroyed their faces you know rubbing all over it stuck them in a cb70 again and they were perfect you know that that when i worked at spring island and we had that giant pit it was in like a i mean obviously it was like an educational area so it was in like an open like a cage like that and we never had any issues of it you know breaking its face or anything like that uh we just never really saw it like it had a giant turtle shell as a hide and uh like a it must have been like an ast shell or something because it was huge and we never saw it and anytime i went to go feed it it was terrifying because you'd never see it and you would just hold the rat or something in front of that hole and all of a sudden like the entire shell (laughs) yeah and i'd go it would make it's like a jack-in-the-box man it would it would make me jump every time because it hit so hard coming out (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah, no. And then when uh, you did have it, like when you did take the shell, that thing was like, okay, like, look, you're gonna keep me in this thing, but now, now we, now we have to fight. Like, I have you, 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 you forced my hand. Now <laughs> I've got to try and kill you. Yeah. You know? And I, I think that got, I think that comes into play with them being natural burrowers. You mm-hmm. know, like they'll come out like hell away from you. I feel like they're gonna be upset about it. Yeah, you know, like they'll come out like when needed, if they're hungry, like whatever, they might come out and cruise a little bit. But Pituophis are big burrowers, you know, they're nest raiders, you know, they go underground, raid nests and destroy all the babies in there, you know, so like they... They don't like to be out in the open very much, you know, and if they are in a cage like that, they'll they'll pretty much stay hidden, you know, whereas in Iraq, you know, they don't stay hidden. They come out to the cool side, they thermoregulate, you know, and it's, it's cool to watch them, you know, but in a bigger cage, you know, they don't, they won't well, cruise some- a lot. I think there could be, it could be different if you really deck out a cage, you know, if you really make a naturalistic, really thick layer of bedding i think you'd be all right um you know because i know plenty of people that keep them in you know bigger cages you know but they do stay hidden quite a bit so there's something to be said for security you know Uh, having having the ability to get you know get away feel secure like well that i mean it's a prime example of the whole you know racks are bad cages are good thing it's like sure but that there is no one size fits all solution to that whole thing. Like there are some species that just do better in racks, even if they're on the smaller side for that individual animal, if they're doing better in that. And if you put them in something more open and they're clearly going downhill, it's like, then it's like you're, you're not doing right by the animal. Then like you're being first. It would rather be crammed in a V70, but it's doing great. And then you put it in like a four by two by two and all of a sudden it's, you know, rubbing its face raw and constantly freaking out and goes off food. Like it's just do what do what the recipe calls for. Yeah, no. And that's, that's exactly why, you know, cause me, like, I really like to put stuff in my tubs, you know, like I, obviously I keep a whole stack of racks right here next to me and, um, you know, like that's, you know, to each their own, but, you know, I put a lot of stuff in my racks, you know, and in these V seventies with these massive pits in them, I really can't put much in there other than a hide and a water dish, you know? So that's why I feel like the FB 90 would be perfect. You know, it's a big enough floor space where I could add several hides, some plants, if, you know, fake plants if wanted, you know, and kind of do the, 
naturalistic style, but still be in Iraq, still give them that, you know, reclusive, you know, thing that they want. Huh? What are they doing in Iraq? What do you mean? It's a joke. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'd be interested to try that, though, with my Florida, because he's always at the front of the tub, like, looking for food. So I am curious... That's something I, I kind of do want to test myself is like if I put it in a more open cage to see if it actually does, if that does happen. Uh, or if, you know, that animal's just curious enough to where it might work out. I don't, I don't know. I can see more high strung pits it being a problem. Um, but who knows? It's yeah, no. And, I, and again, like I was actually talking about this with um, Skylar the other day from Hail the Scales. Um, he, um, yeah, he was talking. Yeah, Skyler, my boy, that dude's that dude's my that dude's my shit. Love that fucking guy. Um, but um, he was talking about when he was younger, they kept pits in you know bigger open cages, and they really just filled them up. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Amateur. I wonder if his phone died. He was doing a Rubik's cube under the table with his toes, and he accidentally yanked out. The- <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened now my camera won't focus but now to, to uh finish what i think he was trying to say uh it's about the options man mm-hmm. like i love being able to put multiple hides in these tubs that i have my kings in uh, you know, so it's, it's like herping for them when you go in there and find them you know yeah you've got like three hides in each one of those and they're just these like, like little those little uh corrugated or whatever uh like black tubing stuff like the water mm-hmm. drains that you can yeah. cut and have stuff and just put a pile of those in there and a little bit of like fake plan or something and literally you have to try to find the things and you know i feel like that's if that's not what they want then what is because that's how you find them outside you know what i mean yeah yeah, if my stuff, like if I, it doesn't matter if it's hatchlings or subadults or adults, like if there's enough space for multiple hides in there, which pretty much everything has enough space for that, like they have at least two hide options. They have a human hide. Um, I got to do that with a couple of things. I have a few things that yeah. don't benefit from them. And I've got the bowls. I just use like the Tupperwares with the holes cut mm-hmm. the top. Yep. I just got to yeah, do I- it. Dude, my stuff uses them all the time. Like even stuff that I didn't think would would really take advantage of them, like they love the hell out of them. Yeah, and all of a sudden they're spending all their time in it, and you're like, "What have I been doing?" Like the you bears like- love to sit on top of them, not necessarily in them, but they'll they'll sit. They love to just sit on top of their humidides. I'll tell you what's weird is these damn alterna. I can't figure out what their schedule is or what they're like. All, all these getula I have figured out, and the alterna will just be out. Like in just like the middle of the damn day, or you know, like whenever, you know, they just they just like hang out out, and it's so weird to me, and I just you know it fascinates me with them, you know, uh, like they just they're just out all the time, and I'm like, what am I yeah. doing? It makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong with them, but they've got every single option they could want for like doing things, you know. And they're just well, they're like the anti king snake, like they're yeah. they're so different from the from the getula stuff that it's just it's weird that they're almost even considered a king snake because they're you know they're they're so far in so many like so far departed in so many ways from your cali kings your florida kings your eastern kings 
And that's that's one of the reasons I like him is like I don't I've never had a a really uh, I've never had an untrustworthy alterna. You know, I've never had I've never once you expect once you know what do you what to expect them to do. I yeah, feel like like most Brooks Kings, uh, you pick it up, and I mean it's like you're you're likely to get nibbled on. And it's like with alterna, I've never had that issue where I picked up an adult an adult alterna and was then concerned that it would then try and eat my finger. or you know, whatever. Tell you what, I've never been prouder. I came inside the other day from letting one of the dogs out and uh, caught my uh, girlfriend on Morph Market looking at Alterna. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> they are great snakes. I, I loved having them. You know, I've mentioned before breeding them, though. It's just I'm, I'm good. I had my, my fill well, for a lifetime on breeding those things. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose, uh, you know, with my whopping two hatchlings, I'm basically an expert. But uh, <laughs> I no, I, I, I like the tedious stuff like that. And, I, you know, it's it's a it's it feels good to figure them out mm-hmm. or figure. You know, I, I'm, I'm saying figure them out on like a one snake by one snake basis. Not oh, I've got all turned to figure it out, you know, but like it's yeah. I also I've, I, once I realized that a lot of things just straight up thrive on. Not like not neglect, but like, yeah, quit worrying about neglect. it. Leave alone. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just let leave it alone. You know, it really like it changed a lot of like like how I approach things that I perceive to be difficult. It's like don't yeah. worry about it. Leave it alone. Stop. You know, stop worrying over it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of um, and by the way, sorry, my phone died. Um, I told you. It's better than what I thought happened. We got talking about pitchy office and I forgot my phone told me I was on 10%. Um, so he was saying you were playing with a, you were doing a Rubik's cube with your toes under the, <laughs> under the table. <laughs> Listen, don't get me started. I'll move this. I'll move this whole tripod with my toes right now. He's going to like uh, the eye from there with one. He's not vaping with his hand. That's his foot. Dude, you want I can vape with my foot. Y'all want to see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Nobody, nobody wants to see that. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like that's like part of like a lot of, I'm not going to say like failures, but I think that's a lot of the problems people have with some of these more difficult species that they, they try too much and they're messing with them too much and they try too hard and that stresses the snake out ultimately. So it doesn't, especially with, with babies, you know, and. And Even stuff like Alterna, if you're constantly trying to get them to eat and you're trying like every, you know, four days or whatever, it's like you're you're only making it harder. It's like just try them and then leave them be and then try them and leave them be. And, just and that's the thing. You only really need to do that, like, you know, especially like, you know, with stuff like that, once they if you end up like, say, force feeding a tail or something like that, once you do that, you have to do it every four days, you know, because once you kick that metabolism, it's going. But as babies, you know, they can go, they can go a while without, you know, eating much or at all, you know, but as soon as you kick that metabolism, you got to keep it up. I pretty much told my, when I got these alternatives that I wasn't going to tail them. I was like, I'm going to do, I'll do everything but that. And if they're going to be like that, I'm just going to cool them and, you know, just see how it goes. But uh, no, apparently like- all you have to do is ship stuff because that one Dion's that I hadn't gotten to eat since it hatched in like June, sent it to, to my buddy Dustin. And he's like, yeah, I offered it something at eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that, dude, that's figure. 
That's just happened more. That's, what's happened, going that's happened so many times with us, you know, like stuff that isn't eating, you ship it and rock and roll. No, I had one of my going eye that I bought last year. The male never missed a meal. And the female took six or seven months. Uh, bought her as a non feeder, you know, like straight out of the egg. The male had eaten once. And uh, yeah, she took about six months. I tried everything and I tailed her a few times. And I was like, only then did I really even start worrying because I feel like I'd kind of keep myself up for it because I'd tailed her. And literally, once I, I eventually brought him into the main room, I quarantine stuff in the other bedroom. And uh, once I brought him in here, she, within a few weeks, she just like decided to start eating. So, yeah, like changed rooms, you know, started eating. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I said think- that. Like he bought a pair and I said, you know, I have this non-feeder. If you want it, you can have it, you know, give it a shot. It's there's nothing wrong with it. It just hasn't eaten. Like it's completely healthy. Otherwise send it to him. He's like, yeah, I boiled a pink in at eight. And I was like, Perfect. <laughs> good job. Glad. Like I'm glad. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. This damn alternative finally ate without me having to boil pinkies. And I am, I'm so happy to not have to do that for two pinkies. I don't have to put a pot of water on to, for two pinkies every damn time I feed. I ran. that's awesome why that bothers me i'll brain stuff all day long and like chop lizards up but something about sticking a little pinky in boiling water until it turns into black until it turns into like plastic he's like (laughs) nah i don't know why that's what gets me but i'm like man uh, not a moment too soon did they start taking regular damn pinkies and see i'm with you man i say every time i feed the you know, every time I feed, basically, you know, I go and I chop up pinkies and frog legs and I'm in there like looking like Hannibal Lecter with blood all over this thing. Not a great, not a great sale. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's um, it's a bloodbath whenever I feed every week because of the Nerodio. But, you know, having to boil a pinky sounds freaking terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's over quick. But yeah, when you when you see them turn into little like gray jelly beans, you're like, oh boy, this is this is what we're doing now. But hey, I'm I'm glad it worked, and it's way less weird than some of the other stuff I did to pinkies the previous month and a half. You know, like I mean, I I have a blender sitting right here that I bought just for that and actually never used, but it's it's out of the box sitting right here. Yeah, ready for the day. I mean, I'm sure it won't it won't sit there unused forever, but. I'm happy that it is, in fact, unused right now. Yeah, that's always a, a good thing to have on deck. All the weird things I do have. I did buy a press, which I have never used. It's sitting in a box somewhere around here. <sighs> I wish I could get that money back, but yep. it's at you least neat. I bought a I bought a cutting board and a fillet knife specifically. A special board and knife as well. Yes. Yeah. Specifically for cutting pinkies, and you know, I live with my girlfriend and my and my and we have a roommate. And you I came, keep, I came home from Walmart, and I was like, just so everybody knows, <laughs> like this cutting board I use for pinkies. This you can use it for food if you want, but I'm letting you know right yeah, now. You can use it all you want; it's fine. But I'm telling you, I chop up pinkies and frog legs on this thing and fish on a weekly basis. You can use it if you want, but I'm letting you know. <laughs> You can use it if you want hepatitis. Yes. It gets washed. It gets washed in the dishwasher. Don't bother me. Bother other people. Like, sure, if I need a cutting board, I'd probably use it. But it's only because I'm so desensitized to all the weird stuff that we have to do. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still I still use it. I'll chop up sausage on my cutting board, you know, as long as it's clean. Body. You know, but she's gonna make me she's gonna hear this and make me throw it away now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, we are approaching the two hour marks. Maybe do you have anything you wanna I made it. You want to add in before we uh, wrap this sucker up? Um, Did we hit everything. I wanna, I wanna find pygmies, and I'm, oh, I wanna man. try and convince my wife to let I me get some pygmies again. Pygmies. I was so close. I wanna find some red pygmies. Is a herper and photographer I follow named Bob Ferguson, who's a straight up badass. I uh, just posted a bunch of pictures of some really pretty red pygmies, and uh, it has unlocked a new desire of mine not that i didn't already want to do that they're all cool i don't care what color they are pygmies are we need ones here so i don't know why i'm freaking out over the red ones other than the fact that we don't have them here so if you come down this way i think we can find red ones not like they're harder to find in my county but if you move up one county we can find reds so if you ever want to make a little little trip down here we can uh we can we can things see can be arranged yeah I need, I need to make my way up there anyway i got a buddy that lives on hilton head and uh, no, yeah okay. talking about it mean to catch a fish with him so i need to be up that way sometime soon anyway yeah do some island hopping man lift those porta pines off you <laughs> you ain't taking my adults but if i can yeah. have these by then i'll hook you up brother. i couldn't afford to feed those things anyway yeah Dude, oh my god, these these freaking these pituofas eat me out of house and home, man. I'll tell you what though. Parable pythons eating small rats. I could probably keep twelve damn king snakes for that amount of money. Like <laughs> they better be glad that I like them and that they were gifts from my mother, because otherwise, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, man. These pits. I feed I feed all my pits to extra large mice every mm -hmm. week. And oh my god, oh my god, that that'll, that'll diminish a sack of mice pretty quick, yeah, yeah, no. And sadly, my favorite ones are pretty much the biggest ones, so they you uh don't get you don't get pituophis because they're small and you know unimpressive, you get them because they're big and mean and loud, yeah. and loud, you know, yeah. No, my San Diego's would be one thing. You know, I got a pair of San Diego's. You know, it's a little morph project that I have, and they're not—they're not as bad. They're a bit on the smaller side. I'm thinking as adults, you know, they'll be all right on one extra large mouse a week. But these big pines and the northern—the northern's and blacks I got coming up, and, my, and then I have Kleber County bulls from Texas that I got from Chris Dew. Those things are freaking massive. Um, oh, tubs. Yeah, so they're gonna be they're gonna be on that same schedule. So, yeah, man, they just I spent I just spent another four hundred some dollars from Rodent Pro. Got an order in today, and I got six bags of extra large mice from them. So that'll that'll last me about three months. <laughs> Tell you what, like I I feel like the the mice, the mice I don't mind so much. It's when I buy like twenty five rats, and they're like. 350 a piece and i'm just like oh my god i'm looking at the you know the itemized thing and i'm like man these mice aren't bad those damn rats 
dude, I'm telling you it before you move to like, so small rats are a different story, but if you do, if you're feeding something, medium rats, switch them over to two extra large mice and it's cheaper. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's cheaper. I, I did the math. I put a lot of effort into doing a bunch of math on like what, what I add up into being, you know, more price calorically and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I found, I found two extra large mice and you know, my pitch of have blown up from that feeding schedule and it's cheaper than one medium rat. Two extra large mice are cheaper than one medium rat. It'd be so pissed. My one lone, uh, IJ, uh, my, my Australian rat snake that I have here. He, uh, he was a mouser for the first eight years that I had him. I've had him since like, you know, pretty much right after I got out of high school or like, you know, like college. And he finally started eating rats and I was so excited. I was like, yes, I don't have to feed you two mice. And then I started doing the math and I was like, damn. Wait I was, a second. <laughs> wait a minute. Careful what you wish for. I mean, it was, yeah, no. And I've actually, so with my carpets, I actually switched to mostly quail because an equivalent size quail to a medium rat is also cheaper. <laughs> so, um, next time I make an order, I think it's going to include some quail. Yeah. I feed, my, like, big, my big feet, my big female carpets get rats like during like, you know, I'm trying to fatten them up a little bit for breeding season. So they're getting some rats, but even then their staple is quail now. And, you know, that's because I just don't want to fe have to feed them two different meals because they can. He's, he's just an asshole that lives in my snake room and eats, you know, like that's his sole purpose is to like scare me and, you know, eat rats. <laughs> there you go, man. He's wonderful though. Huh? He's probably staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> Big Burning holes in your back. Yeah. From up in the damn end of tower up there. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I really thought about doing button quail, but honestly, man, I don't want to deal with that crap. Yeah. No. They're, they're cheap enough to just buy. Exactly. Yeah. Deal with birds. Yeah. So. But man, this has been a great episode. Thank you so much for joining us extremely last minute on this uh, episode of THB. Thank you guys for having me. It's always fun to shoot the shit. Yeah, man. Always been good. I've really enjoyed talking to you last, last, I don't even know how long now. We've been chatting back and forth for a while. Yeah, man. So uh, it's been good. It was even better to meet you in Daytona. It was funny. Yeah. I I was talking to Smitty before you popped on. I was like, yeah, I saw him at Daytona and I didn't even know if it was really him. So I just hollered out his name and he turned around. And I was like, ah, that's Claiborne. Claiborne. I, I respond to both. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Where can people follow you? Do what? Where can people follow you? Uh, pretty much Instagram. It's, uh, you know, you go back far enough and it's going to be kind of like life stuff, but I've kind of let it get taken over by... Uh, herping and snakes lately so uh, you're safe but uh it is claiborne underscore h or some derivative of that uh you could probably just uh search harry claiborne on there too and you'll find me uh, but uh yeah man uh i i haven't been posting a lot lately because i really haven't been out as much as i like but um i'm hoping that'll change soon uh hopefully i'll be able to go find some cool stuff here soon Gotta post more of your captive animals. Oh, it's hard. I, I see it was just herping for a while, and then I, you know, I'm like, man, I got so much cool stuff around here that I need to show off. But you know, it's it's kind of been a struggle to decide which way to go with that. But 
I guess both is cool. Both is always cool. Got to, man. Got to, got to, got to do both. Yeah, man. I appreciate you guys uh, letting me come on. Yeah, man. man we'll thank see. you for coming on. This has been an awesome episode. We'll definitely have to have you on again sometime in the future. For sure. Maybe I'll have some uh, cool pictures next time. Yeah, there you go. All the old stuff. Yeah, man. Well, this episode was brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Right. Yeah. No, it's all reversed. Yeah. Yeah, it's all reversed. I was trying to do the. Yeah, we struggle with it every week. <laughs> it's no horrible. How many times we do it, we can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, I can see how it never gets any easier. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you can yeah. tell the time I tried to adjust my phone camera, I was doing it the wrong yeah. way. I'm like looking over the wrong shoulder, like <laughs> trying to you know, point towards stuff in my room. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. So check them out Facebook, Instagram blackboxcages.com and then stevesnakesuary.com and get yourself some venom hot sauce. It's going to a good cause. Steve is doing good stuff. And if you get that hot sauce, you're helping him continue to do that. Yes, sir. So check them out. We'll be back for snakes and stogies on Monday. Um, I don't, I need work. I, I got some, some people on the radar for that. So Got to talk to Phil and get it, get a solid plan going. I feel like I've been very lacking in the planning department the last few weeks when it comes to it's making overrated. stuff happen. Yeah, we need to get a we need to get a lineup together for THP episodes too. Yeah. Of, we've had some, we've had a couple of people ghost us recently on Manon, uh, so we've been a uh, kind of out of it. You guys just call me again, but just know people will eventually get tired of me. Yeah, we, we thought that too, but here we are you know, <laughs> five years later. and It's all about the banter, man. The numbers are only climbing, so. <laughs> well, for mine, but I'll take I don't it. know what's wrong with you people, but. Sorry about right. I'm about to ruin you guys' bell curve with this one. <laughs> no. Great. This was by far from a train wreck that we have had in the past. So this was, this is fantastic. I love this episode. I don't care what anybody else says. So that's all that matters. Well, everyone have a good evening. Good morning. Good day. Whether you're watching this or listening to it, we appreciate you. Uh, because I always forget to mention, we do have a Patreon for as low as a dollar a month. You can join, uh, check it out in the link below. Join, don't join. Either way, we appreciate you. Thank you for the support. <laughs>